podcast, Greater Than Yourself, Season 4. Do you have an idea for an episode or a question about sobriety, spirituality, 12 steps, or sponsorship? Email us at podcastgreaterthanyourself at gmail.com or contact us on Instagram at podcast underscore greater underscore than underscore yourself or doctor underscore silkworth. Okie dokie. I think this is my third okie dokie of the season. I'm going to be counting. Only three. (laughs) Welcome back to a podcast greater than yourself. My name is John Barleycorn. And I'm Sylvia. And with us today, we have... Ted. Ted. <laughs> Hello. How's it going, Ted? I'm great. And I assume that the two of you that are fresh-faced, and this will be the first time you've talked about AA all day today. Yeah, absolutely. And therefore... <laughs> Did Sylvia do that? Yeah, what a get. Oh, that's inspired. That's how you know <laughs> Sylvia's got a strong 11-step game. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, now I'm embarrassed. I've never bought one of those. John and Fuck. Sylvia in the morning. <laughs> Drive time. On KFRG, the Mighty Frog. Ribbit. Yeah. I'm workshopping it. <laughs> Did you just wow. come up with that? Pretty no, we were, uh, we were working out the dance routine before the... We did the... <laughs> Choreograph the soul shake that you just witnessed uh, <laughs> for the hour before this. I had missed the soul shake. Oh, you're kidding. I'm doing a little theater of the mind here. <laughs> Transported all of us. Yeah, you, you're, you're not really yes anding me. You're, you, you're improv. Could you I just walked into this. I'm hard and cold. You guys are all warmed up. <laughs> I feel I feel really bad for our next person because it's gonna be like me and her are gonna be jacked up on two of these in a row. Just you two like, are gonna have full fledged inside jokes by then. You'll be doing callbacks <laughs> from ten a.m. The, the yeah. person you and then no when I post cool, these, they're gonna be like weeks apart. People are gonna be like, "What the f- fuck is a mountainside of gorilla ass?" Yeah, I know. What? I think the order is gonna be very <laughs> <Yeah>. important. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I like how you're looking at me like you're you're deep in reverie on the gorilla ass (laughs) reference. I'm just trying to catch up. I'm just trying (laughs) to think through all the different ways that could make sense. Well, you'll just have to wait and see how it makes 100% complete perfect sense. (laughs) And is smart. And And, is helpful. uh, Yes, and is a very spiritually sound analogy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, with that being said, welcome to this week's Burning desire. I, I haven't told I haven't told you how, how these are rolling out, have I? No, I don't think you have in the you know, the ten weeks or whatever that we've been doing this, so right. now would be a good time. Uh, okay, cool. So what do you got for us today? <laughs> <laughs> now we're doing uh two episodes a week for twelve straight weeks. So there's a full episode and a burning desire every week. Nice. No break, because people don't like the break. So no break this season. And what's the difference between a, a full episode and a burning desire, John? Uh, the full episodes will have my silly little fake commercials and the 12 questions at the end. And the full episodes have uh, only, it's 12 people who have never done a full episode. Mm. So, yeah. On a topic of their choice? 
No. No. No, we chose those. No, I mean the Burning Desires. Oh, the Burning Desires, yes. Burning Desires. <laughs> That's just whoever. Most of those are people who we just fuck with. And we're just mm. like, hey, liked you on the show before. Please come back. Uh, which brings us in spirit or in actual practice here. This is I, some of the choreography that you missed this, out yeah. on earlier. The, the, the listeners are really missing something here. Uh, brings us to Ted. How's it going, Teddy? What do you got for us? I just want to thank you both for having me, and thank God I'm here, because my in-laws are in town, and I uh, need this burning desire. None of that's true, actually. So he's uh, standing in front of a microphone with a brick wall behind him, <laughs> neon sign, says, uh, Chuckle Factory, Hoboken. Yes. Yeah, that was like ni- right. early 90s stand-up material. Yeah, for, for Are you TV moving into airplane food next? Yeah. Uh, okay, I have... So I've ex-wives are funny. Wait, is this a two wives meeting? <laughs> I was making a joke with my wife about that today. I was just going to complain about her the whole time. Uh, she Perfect. thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, I've thought of several different topics. I was going to just rant. I even wrote out some stuff that I wanted to rant about. Snaps. And then I was, I was talking to... <laughs> my wife about it and she was like that doesn't sound like it will be helpful to anybody (laughs) (laughs) that just sounds like it's just gonna be you ranting i was like that's true but i don't think you understand the point of the book and then i thought about it more and i was like (laughs) she's probably right and then i did a 10 step and then i apologized and yeah um so actually i've opted out i'm not going to do this at all this has been great but uh, all right (laughs) And see. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, my topic is my burning desire that I think is worth talking about. Is It's more of a question, I guess. I have thoughts, but what is your idea of, like, what is your aspiration or goal for, like, the best share that you can give Ooh. in a, uh, in, like, a discussion, like, an evergreen share? So, like, for me, and what I'm thinking of specifically is like, all right, picture this. You are a person who wait, wait, who wait. believes. Let me. Okay, let me get serious. Yeah, everybody, everybody, close your eyes. I don't care if you're driving. I don't care if you're on the highway. I don't care if you're uh, operating a city bus. This <laughs> is more important eyes. than that. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay, you're a person who believes that the twelve steps of Alcoholics Anonymous will save your life. Are you with me so far? Yes. You two are still on. Okay, thank God. Uh, You find yourself in the most sordid place on earth, which is an AA meeting, Mm -hmm. and it's a discussion meeting, and the topic is relationships, or the topic is whatever. It doesn't matter what the topic is. What are you going to do? Are you about to ask us to do what our share would be? No. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) But just like... But I think I think it's a hard transition when you're like, okay, I'm brand new, or I've just worked the steps. I've been sober for whatever, whether you've been sober for three months or ten years, whatever. But I just found this thing mm-hmm. that I'm excited about, and it's it kind of runs against the grain of everything that I've that I ever hear in most meetings that I go to. And now I'm trying to go to meetings to talk to new people, and I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to how to share this message that, as I understand it, in a way that's like comfortable and authentic. Um, I think a lot of people have a hard time with that. I certainly did and sometimes still do. Does that make sense? Am I yeah. making sense? Absolutely. 
I'm just I'm kind of distracted by uh, trying to imagine the situation while also trying to be very engaged as a listener. <laughs> oh well. So you know, give me, I, I listen. I, I give me an question. elevator pitch one more time. Sorry, go ahead. I think I understand the question. I don't have like a share to rattle off or anything, but um, I I love that question. It's yeah. My you know my first thought is when I find myself in a conversation with a sponsee who um, is really stuck in the circumstances of their life. Right. And it, let's just say it was like relationships. I would try to bring them back to the book in the program. What does the book in the program say mm. about relationships? How can we apply this program to your life? Right. So that you get practice with these tools so that you build confidence and, you know, you get to this point where you just have faith that it's going to work. It mm. might suck and you don't want to do it. We talked about how like yeah. we have we have to go through like so much pain before we're like, oh, I should just fucking 10 step it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you get to that point and it's through practice. Right. So I think I would do the same thing in a meeting if I heard a lot of people like bitching about like, what is it? Emotional entanglements or like whatever <laughs> that topic is. Right. It's like, OK, well, right. what does the book say about relationships and, and how can I apply this? Like, how can I show up the way that I should? I'm my best self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With, with the goal of being. Making it clear to people that. I'm willing to sponsor them and that this is what's mm -hmm. on offer for them. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot. It's a hard thing. You gotta, in my mind, it's, until you get like practice, you gotta crowbar like five bullet points <laughs> in, into like, into like bullet point a, it. a three minute share. And it's like, uh, acknowledge. So I'm just, it's like, acknowledge whatever the topic is. <laughs> like <laughs> right. Emotional entanglements. Great topic. Uh, love this meeting. Good heard stuff, some great shares. Right. <laughs> That's bullet point number one. Like, I am not an enemy. I Let's am be friend. clear. That's that that bullet point should take as long as it takes for me to say my name, and then I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> right. That's yeah. That's just ten seconds top. First bullet and point, it, least important. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you have to be like somehow. You know, I think my personal brand of this is um, brief nod to what how shitty my life used to be because I am an alcoholic and I suffer from these two. I have these two problems, physical mm. and mental, even if it's just a, you know, very briefly nod to that. So it's yeah. like, I am an alcoholic. I am a real alcoholic. Uh, then something about how, for me anyway, meetings alone are not sufficient to help me recover from alcoholism. Uh, oh, now you've lost half the room. <laughs> right. Four of the steps are what is, you know, necessary in my experience to, to get better. And then five, it has to be like positive and not, um, shitting on other people in the room and it's like an optimistic and you know that kind of to me that's like what i if i could do all those things that well, you like, left okay, out the was... bullet point that you started with which was i will do this with you if you want oh right yeah i'm sorry six thank you <laughs> six is make myself make it very clear like i want you to talk to me like here's my phone number i'm gonna put my i'm available for sponsorship my phone number is next to my name or if you're in person you're like you know hit me up after the meeting you know whatever like i want to it's not just i am available and i want to talk to you about this stuff help you with this stuff do not hesitate to approach me um make myself as approachable as possible mm -hmm. whether that's in person or in zoom and it's like if i can accomplish all those things then yeah i feel pretty good about it but it's hard to do all that and if, if you're brand new you're like i don't fuck it's hard it's hard to do 
Right. Well, I've seen you execute that beautifully with and without pom poms. <laughs> True. <laughs> like if I could cheat off of your share, I absolutely would. Point eight. Point seven pom poms. <laughs> <laughs> what what I would say is uh, a beautiful little overview there. Um, one thing I would add, kind of tack on, not a bullet point so much as like a subheading. Uh, keep it brief. Like I, yeah, I try to be the shortest share um, when I am. Yeah. So like, this doesn't apply to a meeting like uh, the private meetings that we do, where it's very informal and we're just like all friends, or like majority of the people there are like recovered, very active in the work, um, and we're discussing the book. If I'm going to what you described, the most sordid place on earth, which is like your average meeting-based sobriety meeting, um, my goal is to be exuding the opposite of what most of the shares are exuding, which is self-involvement, uh, self-indulgence, a lack of interest in other people. You know, like there's there's uh, zero solution, you know, so it kind of is like the antithesis of every one of your bullet points. One of those main things for me is always these people never there, there's never a share where the timer doesn't come in and go one minute or right. 30 seconds or that's time. Thank you. Uh, or all three of those, you know. In quick concession, you know, succession, and then the person's like, uh, thanks, and then they keep going. Yeah, I'm going to finish with this. One more point. <laughs> right. And um, I just want to be the opposite of that. I just want to stick out by going in and being like, hey, John Barleycorn, given Christian name, uh, <laughs> alcoholic, um, yeah, you know, great topic, and this was, a, a lot of the times what I will say is like, these were the kinds of questions that were like really important to me when I felt I had no solution in my life and I was floundering and I just was aimless, right? I'm just mm -hmm. rudderless, you know, early sobriety for me, very painful every time I tried it. For anybody who's in this meeting and is in early sobriety and has shared, like, thank you for doing that because I was too scared to talk when I was in early sobriety and I, I didn't feel like I had anything to offer. And I didn't want to be looked down on for that. And I didn't want the confrontation. And so thank you for putting yourself out there. And, um, you know, the, the book, Alcoholics Anonymous, has this, this program of action in it. And, and what happened for me was, you know, and I'll describe the thing that you talk about, which is like, I was drinking when I didn't want to drink. And then somebody who had that same experience but had recovered from that, I always say recovered. I will always make mention of that in the, you know, body of my share. Um, somebody presented me with these directions, and I was in a place where I was so desperate because all everything else I tried wasn't working, that I just did that stuff. And what has happened is, um, I no longer think about alcohol. I no longer fear alcohol. I no longer have to avoid alcohol for fear of how I might react to it. <laughs> and what's really cool and relevant specifically to what all of your just objectively wonderful shares 
uh, have said today is that, that I never do that. But um, <laughs> what's relevant to this topic is that um, I have not lied to my wife in years. I have not right. lied to my employer in years. I have not lied to my parents. I, I don't lie to my friends. I have not cheated on my spouse. I, you know, and I, and I will talk about stuff like that. I will talk about the secondary miracles that have happened in my life due to the process consistently being applied in my life. And based on whatever the topic is, you mean like right, the topic exactly, relationships, yeah. I'm not cheating on my wife anymore. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, I'm not fighting wanting to cheat on my wife. Like this is a thing that has been removed from me. This, this being driven by lust, being like mm -hmm. blinded to my own selfishness. That stuff has been largely removed from me, and I don't struggle with that stuff. And the only thing that I've done is just practical application daily of these principles in this book, these directions. Now, when I do that in a, in a meeting like that, I do that in like two and a half minutes. And I just go bloop, right. and then I'm like, and I always end with what, you're, what you mentioned to begin with, which is like, this is available to everyone. There's no barrier of entry. If you would like to do this, like, please... Let's talk. I would love to talk to you about it. Like, it, have a good one. Bye. Um, but the thing that I think is really important, and then I'll shut the fuck up, but one thing that I think is really, really important is talking about how, uh, talking in a way where it's like, I'm speaking entry level because I don't know who I'm talking yeah. to. So, like, I, I'm well aware that, like, even if I'm talking about the exact precise directions without my bullshit, just like literally how they're written in the book. If I'm talking about those in the context of whatever the topic may be, let's say it's relationships or whatever. Um, I'm well aware that talking about the practical application of those directions could be heard as like life advice. So like I could be talking about, stuff that you start doing in 10 and 11 and 12 to somebody who's not even at one really who's just like yeah. lived the stuff for one but hasn't had one explained and hasn't had that experience so what i really make a point to do is to be like speak in general terms of how i have a daily set of of guides a daily set of actions i take that are very exact and that have opened me into a world of uh, being rid of my problems as I submit them to that process without getting like, you know, because a lot of that stuff could end Granular. up being like, oh, don't cheat on your wife. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, don't lie to your employer. Right. Yo, I got to stop lying. And it's like, okay, well, here's meditation. the deal. No, Yeah, exactly. Here's the deal. No amount of wishing or hoping could make me not a liar. I was the biggest yeah. fucking liar on the planet when I got sober. But the steps made me not a liar, you know? Yeah, and I think it's it's a really um, tough thing to balance with that message because to some it could seem like when you say words like process, right? That feels like very rigid or ritualistic. Like if this happens, then I do this. And in the morning I do this and mm -hmm. in the evening. And it's like anything but that. Sounds like managing. Yeah. Sure. Right, right. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I also... All the uh, <laughs> pentagram tattoos. <laughs> the fact that I'm like in a hooded. Uh... <laughs> he says the fuck twelve tattoo on your on your forehead. 
is off the black contact lenses. Maybe I shouldn't be wearing those to meetings. I think it's like okay, but I want to back up now because it's also there's it's like, like a, to my, with all these candelabras behind me. <laughs> the fact that I open with greetings, Earthlings, is also not. Ooh. I I think that there's like basically there's two to my mind there's two groups of people that I want to like listen to this and one is the person who's like never been to an AA meeting with the intention of being there to be helpful like somebody mm-hmm. who's just now starting this for the very first time and who has never who up until maybe yesterday was like well the point of going to an AA meeting and sharing is to talk about where you're at to mm-hmm. check in and to let people know where you're at to participate whatever like yeah so there's that there's that person who's like fuck i've never ever shared in a meeting where i'm like trying to find sponsees or trying to sh- trying to share in this particular way and then there's the other group of people who've been going who understand that that's what they're doing and maybe they're just like fuck uh my I, i'm not i'm not having as much success with this as I would like, or I still don't know what to do. Or like, I think the thing that's really common is like, I feel like I'm shitting all over all these people Mm. in this room by speaking my truth about these steps, Mm -hmm. like by saying hi, introducing myself as recovered or whatever it is. And I think they're everything we talked about. I feel like is super helpful, hopefully for somebody who's been around for a long time. But like, if you're brand new, I feel like we might've just given them too much information. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Like maybe we just, maybe that was too much. I don't know. Uh, well, fuck me. Sorry, dude. <laughs> no, I'm. The- <laughs> yeah, we we fucked up. Let's just do it over. Again. <laughs> well, that's why. I, um, you know, I think that and this is kind of without like relating it too much to the conversation we literally just had with our guest Joe Barton. Um, this is uh, <laughs> this is this is a. Uh, it's it's a thing where like there is definitely a delineation between people who are showing up to meetings in this spirit and people who are showing up for other reasons. There's yeah. a there's a line of demarcation there where it's like um so like for me early in sponsorship like I mean I think this is like literally the sponsorship conversation with my sponsor where it was like I probably had like, I, I don't know, I, I had under 30 days for sure, under 25 for sure. And he was like, yeah, you've been doing 10 and 11 for a couple days now. Um, I remember two things he said that I know for sure he said. Giddy up. Yeah, he, he said, he don't not here. <laughs> um, <laughs> two things for sure that I know he said. Um, And I know from my personal experience that as a person who was new at that time, that this didn't fuck me up when I heard it, right? But if you are new, by which I mean you have not done the steps and gotten to that place, like, rest assured, any responsible recovered person doing the work out of the book would not tell this to you as someone who is not there in the step work yet. Like, it's not my it's not my role to walk up to somebody and be like, Hey, Dale, who I just met and wants to get sober, like, unless you're going to help somebody get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not right, you know? Yeah. So, when it was my time to start 12, I know for sure he said two things. One was, um, I want you to start going to meetings, because up until that point, it was like, 
if meetings help you, if you feel like, you know, comforted by that ritual or whatever it is, whatever reason you want to go to meetings, go to meetings. But step work always comes first. Get the step work done. Yeah. If you're, if you're going to a meeting instead of doing amends, if you're going to a meeting instead of writing a four-step, don't go to the meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Do your step stuff. This is what's yeah. going to result in recovery. Uh, so first thing, I want you to go to meetings now, and uh, I want you to share, and I want you to share about your personal experience with the steps. And that's like as broad as it was, but it was also very specific. It was like, please now go start talking at meetings because you have something to offer, right? Yeah. Yeah. The second thing was, um, if you if you can count your sponsees, you don't have enough. <laughs> so, like, to me, that was, like, very frightening, right? Yeah. But it was also really good direction because, um, and then I think this is something that we didn't really get into in our previous conversation this morning with Joe Barton, um, which was, <laughs> which was uh, the, 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 this idea of like I go and I'm doing this and I'm new and I'm doing it and it's just like I feel like it's a singular experience and I'm not realizing until like however you know I wouldn't even measure it in time I don't realize until like 10 sponsees down the road that like everybody who starts sponsoring goes through that same thing Everybody has, oh, oh, yeah, hey, cool, man, cool. Well, hey, let me get your number because, like, my phone is whatever. Or, like, oh, yeah, uh, text me. And then, like, you never hear from them. Or, like, I'll be there tomorrow. Cool. You know, and then they don't ever come. They don't and, show up. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, they meet you at Panera and fleece you out of a, uh, you know, coffee. And then, you know, you ever fucking see them again or whatever. Um, and you're kind of, like, thinking, like, oh, is this some, you know, is this, like, um, denote some like virtue or lack thereof in my approach or my pitch and it's like with enough sponsorship under your belt you realize like and enough pitching and meetings you realize like oh this is just a universal experience everyone who is actually doing this is going to at some point feel um, insufficient or like they're they're not doing it the right way or whatever, you know? Yeah. And it's more about people's reactions to you when you're being, when you're being earnest in your attempts at sharing in a meeting or spot, whatever people's reactions to you is more, has more to do with them than it does with you. Most of the time it's like, there's only a few buckets of, of potential sponsees. One is, and this is the smallest bucket, people who are psyched and are willing and want to immediately start working the steps and do what they say they'll do. And then the next bucket is like people who are interested. That that bucket's like a thimble. Let's be real. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) The second bucket is like the, you know, the, the remainder of the half of people that's like, I'm interested right now. But in two weeks, I may or may not be interested. And mm. the third bucket is I'm completely disinterested. In this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's the largest bucket. 15 and gallon so bucket. And I, I think your question brings up like something for me, which I can sit and think about like controlling the message and all of this and how it's going to land and who my audience mm-hmm. is and all of that stuff. But um, it's not like 
like, why am I putting so much pressure on myself? You know, mm. I can come back yeah. tomorrow to the same fucking meeting. You know, yeah. it's like I pray. I try to be inspired. I'm not going to be inspired at all times, you know. Mm-hmm. But even when you give all that thought and you want to, like, do a great share and I really want people to reach out and I hope I get a sponsee because I'd really like to work with someone new. Sometimes, like, I've shared in a meeting and someone will be like, oh, it was so helpful when you said and they'll. And I'll be like, oh, you completely misinterpreted what I said. But I'm super right. glad that was helpful to you. You know, like, right. whatever. Doesn't matter. I'm glad that I said something that was useful or helped you make a connection in your life. Yeah. Um, so it's just a reminder, like, get my grubby hands off of it, sure. you know, and just it's pray a great point. And try to be helpful. Yeah. And I also think that, like, um, there there have been there's there's a there's a thing that I've heard a couple people I've sponsored say where I, that like their sponsors put it to them this way and like I have I I I not only don't remember that but I don't feel like I would ever say that or want to say <laughs> oh, that just, and I'm yeah. like I feel like that does not ring true and you should stop saying that to people <laughs> Not just with my name attached, but, like, that doesn't seem helpful. But, like, it really was useful to them. And yeah. it, like, pulled them into the work, right. you know? Yeah. And, like, yeah. not even to mention, like, the guys who were like, well, yeah, old JB, you know, he showed me this thing in the 12 and 12 I really like. And I'm just like, I don't know who fucking showed you the thing in the 12 and 12, <laughs> but it twerned JB, okay? <laughs> <laughs> You can't, so you can't be, um, you're right. This is kind of a fine line because I have also been in meetings where I'm like, all right, this meeting is predominantly, uh, 26 year old men. So how am I going to tailor my message to these? <laughs> like, how am I going to like, if, like I'm the predator in the movie and I'm like looking around the room and everybody's statistics are reading out and I feel like I am God and I can deliver each one of those people the message that they need to hear. And I've yes. absolutely done that. Laser and that's focused. bullshit. That's bullshit too. Right. So you're, do I mention Josh and Drake or do I mention <laughs> Shia LaBeouf? What do I, what do I hone in on in my share? How do I make my yoga analogy uh, fit really? Like, are these more of a CrossFit group or is this more like, yeah, so that's that's garbage. You can't you'll never win doing that and you're just feeding into the wrong like the absolute wrong idea. It's just like I think that the bullets that I mentioned earlier though are pretty much they're like they're evergreen. You can do some combination of those th- of these like find five things you're trying to accomplish or whatever. I think we got down to seven, to, didn't we? Seven, yeah, whatever. <laughs> fine, you know, it's like have an ideal for how you want this to be and I mm. uh and you can and you will fuck it up. And it doesn't matter anyway, because this whole discussion is predicated on the assumption that they're actually listening, which as we've just established, <laughs> most of them are not. Right. So it's many whatever. Many have the perfect share and it's going to be lost on a room if they're if they don't have just based on where they're at with the steps like, you know, we're all reading the same book. The first time you read it, you took away something very different than like oh, yeah. the second, third, hundredth time. Your capacity to understand and make those connections is just different as you like yeah. stay in it. You hear other people's experiences. You hear them read it differently. So if I'm talking to a room of people who don't have one, you know, and <laughs> right. I want to talk about how step 10 saved my life or like yeah. whatever, you know, getting into that practice, um, you know, cool story, bro. Like that was in fact right. helpful. Right. I think that the biggest thing for me because i mean let's be real 
the three of us, when we're talking about going and doing a pitch at a meeting, we're talking about, like, we're showing up to try to be helpful to someone who's new. Like, that's, you know, yeah. or like sick and suffering, whatever shit you want to throw around. Um, I'm not going there to be like, yeah, let me impress uh, Big Book Jake or, you know, whatever. You know, it's like, this. well, ideally, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm not. So it's like, I think that the real overview is, again, for me personally, it's always like to be pretty brief. Um, because I really fucking tune out when somebody starts disconnecting from like their main through line and they're just like, you know what I mean? I'm like, like my favorite people I will hear, maybe not my favorite, no. <laughs> so people I really, really like in AA, I will hear them kind of like start tailing off and then I'm like, okay. And like in my head, I'm like. That should have ended there. <laughs> you know? And then I'm yeah. like, oh, and oh, we got two more minutes. Okay. You know, I'm like, so I'm just like, I am very easily bored. And I'm just like, I think about when I was in early sobriety or untreated alcoholism, you take an easily bored person and then multiply that uh, by an infinite amount of self-righteous anger, self-pity, self-involvement. And, like, you've got a formula for disaster if somebody is just like, yeah, and then, you know what Big Ed says, you know, it's just like. Yeah, I've heard someone start with, they, they started to share with, you have to go back to 1901 to <laughs> And I'm just like, holy fuck, you know. It's like. <laughs> 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 Talking about. Alcoholism is a family disease, so I'm gonna get to hear all about like oh you know the God. generations, and I'm like you said, John. It's just God, it's not good. yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to like monopolize the time, and yeah. then I also don't want, and I think this is probably even more important than not monopolizing time, not taking a long time. Um, I don't want to speak above the level that I'm like, you know, more apt to be able to help. Now, I am aware that, you know, especially given the stuff that we've just said, like, you know, you don't ever know who you're going to be helpful to. And like, I don't, I don't know what audience God might have for me at any given moment. Um, but I do feel like the book is pretty clear that there are sick people who need your help, that you're uniquely qualified to help them, and that you need to take an active role in seeking them out. So that is the spirit which I take to meetings, mm -hmm. right? So I'm showing up in that role. Now, if I can operate in another capacity, like to be useful to somebody who's not new, fuck yeah, dude. Cool. Yeah. Um, but my goal is absolutely to show up and to present my experience and knowledge of applying these steps to my life and talk about what that looks like. And so, 
Um, whatever comes from that comes from that. I'm not concerned with the results. Um, but I am definitely there in the spirit of like trying to be useful to a specific chunk of people with, with the knowledge that like a lot of people simply by virtue of like my experience being what it is and there's not aligning with it are going to be fucking annoyed, Mm -hmm. you know, with the shit that I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be what it's going to be. Right. You should have spruced up your deportment. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. God, what's my deportment shouting today? (laughs) I I think you've identified something that I is I've noticed for me. It's like the, the old timer trap or whatever, or like it's I'm using that phrase and quotation marks, I guess, but like, you know, the book says that, uh, secession of drinking is just the first step mm-hmm. of like away from of out of this highly abnormal condition and in my personal life uh and this is you know this may or may not be a good thing but the the fact that i'm no longer consciously uh, that i'm no longer obsessed with alcohol while it is probably the single most important uh like byproduct of relationship with god being probably <laughs> the most important but then is the most important but you know then not drinking is probably the most important and it's the one that pretty much everyone in this meeting cares about the thing that i'm most thinking about these days is like all of this other like like you mentioned like all the ancillary miracles like all the like my personal life and like my relationships and it's very easy for me and i've done this before to be like yeah let's start talking about all this like spiritual malady stuff all this interpersonal Mm -hmm. stuff that has nothing to do with alcohol and like while that is true and i enjoy it and i love talking to people about it um i'll share i'll spend you know i'll take eight minutes or whatever and rant about that in a meeting and then the next person like sylvia will go after me and she'll be talking about just like working the steps to relieve their alcoholism like fuck that's what i'm (laughs) that's what i should have done fuck you know uh and like i get why people fall into that because it's like that's the thing that i'm throughout my day the thing that i'm noticing the most every single day is not that i'm no longer obsessed with alcohol Mm -hmm. it's that i'm that i'm growing and understanding and effectiveness getting closer to god feeling you know more or less like connected each day in in the rest of my life Mm -hmm. and so that's sometimes top more top of mind and then you go to meetings though and there'll be somebody with like 25 years and they start talking to you about like some spiritual mumbo jumbo that you have no fucking clue what they're talking about and you realize, right. oh, I was just doing that. I was just doing my own version of that. Mm. Um, I just don't have 25 years or whatever. I'm right. still a little out there when I should just be focusing on the problem and the solution. <laughs> right. I think that that's, that's why I say I think that that's more important probably than, you know, even even if I were to ramble for five minutes instead of a tight two and a half, three, um, Am I speaking above the reason yeah. why I'm there? You know, yeah. exactly. That's because what, yeah. because it is really cool to be like, yeah, I used the sane, sound, sex ideal for finances or for work, mm-hmm. yeah, or for my physical health. Like I, I, I did this. The book says we can take any problem to this process, and uh, I've gotten these really cool results. And then, like before I know it, I'm like, in my nightly review, I'm like. Well, fuck, I just talked about my diet and exercise in that meeting. <laughs> like, yeah. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> you know, and there's like some guy like sweating out vodka sitting there just like, oh, well, good for him. He's lost 75 pounds. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay. 
And there's also people who are not at all alcoholics who will sit and hear me share about that. And they'll be like, yes, that's what I want. I'm in the right spot. Thank God I'm in this AA meeting because right. now I have advice about how to handle my relationship with my coworkers. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, no, damn it. That's the opposite of what I intended to do. Like spiritual malady shit is true for every human being. Sure. And there are all kinds of solutions to that problem. And um, so me focusing on it in meetings is not it's simultaneously it's over inclusive and under inclusive because mm. it's it lets it lets people who don't who shouldn't necessarily be here feel like they they should stay right. you know yeah. maybe they shouldn't yeah but like you know there's there's that bias anyway if you know if you mm. if if they want to believe that they're there and they belong there then your message that they're not a real alcoholic and they don't belong there is right over their head no, right? not but if you're reinforcing the point then they're going to take that all day right yeah true so it's like it's amazing yeah and i think that the the other thing that that makes me think of is like as a person who has the personal experience of coming to aa and having more than one like you know glaring manifestation of spiritual sickness in my life like yeah. not just alcoholism right i have like several things going on um the reason I'm in AA is for alcoholism, right? So, like, had I been approached by someone, and I, I see and hear approaches like this often, and sponsor people who were approached this way, um, where it's like, oh, let me get in there and tinker around, and, you know, the sponsorship approach is like, let me tinker with your life and your brain and psyche and and help Leave you with all... Wife. Yeah, like, help you with all these different things and stuff. Um yeah, I'm not really focusing on recovering from the thing that's fucking killing me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it is. It's way more easy to get distracted from why I'm at Alcoholics Anonymous. Alcoholics right. Anonymous, right? Um, and I think it's a profound disservice to kind of muddy what it is I'm presenting at AA with this other stuff. It's not just like a glib kind of, oh, that was... I was a little off track. It, 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 it's not just kind of like a pedantic discussion. It really is like harmful when I show up to AA and I'm bringing something other than recovery from alcoholism. Yeah. Even though a lot of other miracles have happened in my life, like, right. you know, if I'm, if I'm doing anything out. more than like briefly mentioning that other stuff, if I get off into those, you know, dalliances with these other things that I've, you know, you, for lack of a better term, recovered from. Um, again, speaking as someone who was easily bored and suffered from multiple things when I got to AA, like easily distracted. I'm just like, oh, let me, okay, well, that's cool. Like, uh, I'm just gonna, you know, branch off into this other fucking thing and chase another thing down a rabbit hole. And like, that is something that I think I encounter. I don't know, not infrequently in sponsorship where it's just like, okay, cool. So how about we do this? How about we get through the 12 steps and alcoholism since like this is the only capacity in which I'm <laughs> qualified to operate here with you. And then if we get on the other side of the steps and you still have this thing, like we'll, we'll see about getting you with somebody with that stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think that's the risk that we run when we're branching off into more broad, spiritual malady other manifestation kind of stuff um and that's why it can be dangerous to me i mean in my opinion i know i think it's so easy to do though because of that enthusiasm you right. know 
alcohol yeah. was my problem you know my only problem like don't talk to me about anything else unless you can solve this problem and then mm-hmm. one day it wasn't anymore you know mm-hmm. and suddenly i have a hundred percent of my time back mm-hmm. you know i have a life what do I want that to look like, right? And so what do my relationships look like? And what does my career look like? And who do I want to be? Mm-hmm. And what kind of mom am You know, all this other stuff is like flooding in. It, it'll, it'll take you. And I think like that enthusiasm, like you want to give that away to the next person. But like if, when I think about like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? They're, if they're yeah. at the bottom here mm-hmm. and they're like fucking basic shelter, safety, food, if it's alcohol on their mind, then, like, mm-hmm. say what you need to say to be helpful for right. that problem. You mi- you mentioned motherhood. How is little Jay Walker, page 417, so <laughs> forth, doing? <laughs> oh, he's I, so good. <laughs> Jay walking like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that little boy Jay walks. <laughs> so far off base. What? <laughs> <laughs> This, you know, like my son, uh, whiskey oh, yeah. milk. What do we call him? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Whiskey milk. <laughs> Little whiskey milk, Jim. Go ahead. I'll shut up. No. I want to riff about my non-existent <laughs> children. <laughs> uh, I think so. I think this goes to like. Um, kind of speaks to the difference between the purpose of the meetings and the purpose. So like I kind of distinguish between the lowercase F fellowship and the capital F mm-hmm. fellowship. Um, but like Uh-oh. for me, <laughs> yeah, all of the, all of the things, all of that dope shit that you were just talking about, Sylvia, I'm like, that's perfectly fair game. I think in your first one-on-one meeting with a sponsee, mm-hmm. if it's like, if it feels natural, I think it's perfectly fair game when you're meeting on Saturday mornings with your group of like recovered pals um, or like, you know, off the, you know, oh, wait. when you're off. Our listeners don't example. have recovered pals they meet with on Saturday morning. <laughs> Everyone needs a group of recovered pals to uh, mm-hmm. talk shit with. But, you know, uh, I think that's all like, you got to know kind of your audience a little bit. And that everything you've, talked about i'm like yes i love talk it's like the joy of my life to talk about those things and that's like maybe capital f fellowship stuff like my own personal capital f fellowship and that includes the people who even after the meeting ends and i'm just talking to somebody Mm -hmm. just one-on-one then those are all like if it feels natural and it's sort of germane to what we're talking about then fuck yeah talk about it but like when i'm sitting in a church basement on a folding chair it's like (laughs) i'm not gonna that's you know that's that's my lowercase that's the lowercase f to me, mm-hmm. fellowship, and that's when I'm like, I'm just gonna stick to, you know, the you dance with the girl that brung you, and the girl that brung me is <laughs> the steps <laughs> as outlined in the book Alcoholics Anonymous uh, to solve my problem with alcohol. Yeah, and I think that uh, you know, it's it. We're not the fucking share police, obviously. I think really, I am. I am the share police. I will <laughs> okay, talk. <sorry>. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cor- Lance Corporal Ted C of the share police. <laughs> um, I think that the the overarching kind of goal is like um, touch on these other things, right? But like when I start to focus on stuff that's not textbook alcoholism and textbook recovery from alcoholism, this is where I get into this like 
1986, a man named Gerald in Taos, New Mexico, right. spoke to me of the wolf spirit. That's like where it's like, <laughs> what's happening? I'm just like, I don't. I I can remember being a newcomer in those meetings and just being like, so I go die? Like what? What do right. I? What? I, like I don't. And then in hindsight, I'm like, well, the the book like says like we couldn't wish or will these things. Like it's like we couldn't do any of this by ourselves. Like, uh, but it also says here's a way to do it. You know what I mean? I'm like, why am I not talking about that in meetings? Oh, like maybe because like I don't really need to be here, and I'm just here to like talk shit and have friends, and I'm retired and don't have anything else to do on a Saturday morning. Or, like I don't know. Or I'm. A quote unquote young person and alcoholics anonymous, and I just am in between jobs, so I'm just here a lot. <laughs> just here. Like, a lot. these are, I've, I've left all of, I've cut out of my life all of my friends from before I got sober <laughs> right. 91 days ago. And this is my, this is my new group of friends, and this is all I know. Love it. One well, of the things I wrote down was do you guys have any, we've already kind of talked about it, but do you have any don'ts? Like, absolutely do nots. Just we the, kind of already, Taos, New Mexico. <laughs> Why am I? Sh I shit on Taos, New Mexico so often. Uh, any don't shares. Um, I wouldn't say this is an absolute, but um, I try not to share my sobriety date because I don't really find it's relevant, you know. And mm. if um, mm. I'll tell anyone in a one-on-one -on -one conversation, and we can talk about like what my story is and kind of like what what that path looked like for me. But especially when I only have like two to three minutes to share, there is a solution. I, you know, I can help you. I can show what was shared with me. Um, my sobriety date is not relevant. You know, for some people, it's, um, it's not enough. And for others, it's too much. They can't relate because they're on day one or hour one. And so I just prefer that my message kind of carry itself and land where it lands. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a profound miracle that I have as much time away from alcohol as I do. But it's like, it would be like track 15 on the Greatest Hits <laughs> compilation. It's just like, we'll put that one toward the end. It's just like, if, if we got time, we'll get to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, I'm, every, every share that I hear that starts with someone talking about their, their sobriety date um, it's like, I don't, it's like if you, you met someone for coffee for like a coffee date and like the first thing they said was how much money they make. It was just like, right. Well, that's a, it's like, that's <laughs> a, me, it's that's like, a weird thing to start with. I'm just like, huh? It's, I mean, to me and I hate to be like rude and I, it feels like a throwaway thing to me. It feels like if everybody showed up and started their share with, I have a belly button. Yeah, You know, it's like, hmm. can we just, if we're all going to say that and it carries no weight with the message or the program <laughs> or the actions that we should be taking, can we all just agree not to fucking talk about our belly buttons? Right. Can we all just agree that sobriety dates don't matter? Like, let's Excellent use the point. time and share it. Yeah, I don't mention it either. I do. Sometimes I will say I've been like. I, I haven't obsessed over alcohol or considered taking a drink in multiple years. Like, I'll say something like that. But what often I say is something more along the lines of, like, um, these things I've been... A, these these directions, I've literally applied them 
as directions every single day for thousands of days and I've had all these problems just removed from my life like in that context it's like because to me that's what's important about time the only relevance with time is like you do have other things happen and you have an understanding grow and evolve with time of doing this stuff you don't just by virtue of abstaining from alcohol it doesn't give you any experience with Mm -hmm. any of this shit Mm -hmm. and so that's why when someone will like and i don't know if people i just assume when someone listens to this podcast and then they contact me and they're like hey can you link me up with somebody i'll send them to whoever i know who's like currently active and looking for people to sponsor and stuff and i don't take into account even for one second how much sobriety that person has right i only take into account who kind of sounds like what this person is is asking about like if they ask for something specific like a geographic area or whatever or specific like sex or whatever you know whatever they ask i take that into account and then the second thing i think immediately is like who do i know who i know for a fact is active in the literal application of the directions that's the only thing I think. And then I just send them along the way. And I, I never take a second to be like, well, I hope that they, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> right. and if they don't yeah. ask me for somebody who has 10 years, then I fucking send them whoever I know who, like, I, I, I just worked with them and they got, they got to step 12 and they're sponsoring and they're running tents by me. I know they're doing 11. Cool. Here you go. I'm not really even sure how long they have. Like, here you go. You know, that's what we're doing. Do you have your own nevers, Ted? Oh, I don't know. The only thing that I, I don't know if it's a never. The only thing I could think of is I have this horrible habit of, um, shit talking to other people in the meeting in a, in a, like a backwards way, like reverse. So I'll be like the one that I did most, this is what made me think of it. The one I did most recently was I was like, you know, I hate when people say that they're grateful to be here. Uh, <laughs> I just think that's awful. Um, but you know, I am kind of grateful to be here tonight. And then, and then the next person will say like earnestly that they're grateful to be here. And I'm like, Oh fuck, why did I just, I, I do like versions of that all the time. We're like, why did I put down a whole group of people in this meeting completely unnecessarily? And it's like, I'll tell you why it's because I'm a judgmental fuck. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like out in the parking lot yeah, trying you not are. to be, <laughs> praying not to be. And then I get in there and I'm like, people that, or, or, you know, I'll be like, I don't think I need to go to a meeting every day. I think people that go to meetings every day suck. And then I'm like, right. wait, where am I? I'm in a meeting full of people. <laughs> where or I fail to articulate that I, it's not that I don't, it's really, when I go down to brass tacks, it's not that I am unwilling to go to a meeting every day if I want to. It's that I don't want to be forced to go to a meeting every day. So there are people who go to meetings every day because they like it. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, that sounds dope. If that's like, if you like doing that, fuck yeah. But, you know, I don't want to feel like I have to. Um, yeah, if my and I'll beliefs, talk about that in a meeting. Yeah, right. if my belief system is that I am dependent on meetings to keep my sobriety going, then I'm in real danger because... There's a lot outside my control and my right. circumstances, my ability to get to a meeting, you know. Um, yeah. So I think that's a dangerous place to be. But I, I agree with you. There are meetings that I absolutely fucking love to go to because there's so they're like the recovery in the rooms, the experience mm-hmm. like, oh, man, it gets me jazzed. Or even a good fishing hole. It's like, oh, 
Yeah. Love it. <laughs> going to hear a bunch of people puke, and then I'm just going to pitch. But yeah. like, if I can be serious for a second, like the one thing that I, like, I'm trying to phrase this gently. The one thing I genuinely dislike about you, Ted, mm. um, that mm. I just really, really don't care for, mm. um, and that I think is fundamentally a massive character defect is that you are very judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to close this out. Oh my god! All right, love you. Thank you very Thank much you for, for having joining me. us, dude. I love you too. I love your shares. It was a joy. I look forward to hearing the other what eleven of these. Yeah, I assume that mine will be first, and then again last, <laughs> just so that I make sure everybody can hear it multiple times. Yep. Yeah. Cool. To... Just keep assuming that. <laughs> I look forward to me being on every episode of this season. Right. And uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to copy paste the thing where you're, you say you're a yeah. Senator Ted C. penis connoisseur. It's going to be in every episode. This has been a podcast greater than yourself. A podcast greater than yourself was created by recovered alcoholics. All involved in the creation of this podcast are active members of Alcoholics Anonymous who wish to carry the message of our own recovery to those who still suffer. We do not claim to represent Alcoholics Anonymous. All comments are from our own experiences as alcoholics who have recovered by following the directions for the 12 steps found in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. Thanks for listening. 